Uh, the next time you see kids playing eeny, meeny, miny, mo on the playground, yeah, they're racist. you give them a history lesson you right tell them away. They're racist. You know, well, it, you're saying that wrong. This is how you're supposed yeah. to say it. <laughs> Jonas corrected it right there. And that's why it's offensive. <laughs> Thank you. Is it called a postfix when you add something itis at the end of a word? So say you got a suffix. Uh, Luke is a suffix. A suffix. You got <laughs> Luke postfix. I don't know. <laughs> post that's right. That's that like a sex change. Like Are you sure you like were doing an old school Indian right there? <laughs> it sounds more Arab, but that's what, that's the way it sounded at seven in the morning. <laughs> she was declaring <laughs> jihad like, every morning. I I just was doing a sound check. All right, Luke, say something. He the fag. <laughs> Jonah, say something. <laughs> I just laughed for you. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. How appropriate we have Blazing Saddles on in the background, because this episode is going to be all about stuff that offends people, which as is always good, to. as opposed to any other episode that we do. Hey, everybody, welcome to You're Going to Get a Disease with Luke and Jonah and Nick. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Dumb Jonah. Um, did you guys get a chance to listen to the last episode? I did. It was fucking funny. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> Just the whole thing, man. I mean, we've been on fire lately, I think. These shows have been... I've, I've listened to them like twice now. Are you sure it's not just our own amusement with ourselves? I don't care. Yeah. Nick does love to laugh at himself. So. I do. I'm not even laughing at myself. You guys... I don't know, man. Every time uh, you talk, I get a good chuckle. I mean, I've been <laughs> well, that's listening. What I mean, to... we think we're hilarious. Does anyone else? Maybe we are. I mean, well, our listens are going up, aren't our they? Our listens are going up crazy. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show, especially now that we're back on iTunes. I mean, we had a uh, 130 different listens for across the board of all you're going to get a disease episodes, and that's not counting any of the other shows either, which is really cool. So we appreciate it as we get set to, you know, do a nice little milestone for our tiny little show. It's it's cool that people are still listening. And um, I saw your wife promoting us yesterday. You promoting us yesterday. Even Aaron. Aaron, like, yeah. Putting she put stuff up. There. And I don't yeah, do we a, got two extra likes because of that. One of them being your sister-in-law that should have liked us about two years ago. <laughs> and, she, and, she's been, like, oh. and she's been on a show before. I'm is, like, oh, <laughs> Chloe liked us. Thanks, Chloe, for ass. Yeah. No shit. Um, <laughs> so, uh, let's, let's jump right into it, man. You were talking last week about, uh, your rehearsals. Did you take on too much with this character role that you had? Because no, you didn't discuss just, it with us. There's always that moment where you look at all your lines and when you got a lead and you go, <sighs> you know, how um, much of this play are you in? The whole thing. The I'm whole thing. The You're never leaving the stage. No, no, I leave the stage, okay. but I'm, you know, I'm one of the leads. I, I step off stage for like half a page twice. Oh shit! Um, it's kind of we're at rehearsal and I'm still not 100 percent familiar with everything. And I'm like, oh good, I go off the stage here, I can check the Cubs score. And then I look and there's like eight lines and I'm back on. I'm like, damn it, <laughs> you know? Um, I haven't even loaded the phone up. Gotta go. Um, you know, it's it's slow going right now, and part of that's because one of the guys in it is brand new to theater. All right, uh, doing a decent job, but he asks a fuck ton of questions and it's not always even about his stuff and he doesn't quite grasp the concept of do it and the director if they like it will say keep it or correct you so he asks like every two lines we have to stop even if it's not about himself and i want to like reach across and choke the fuck out of him (laughs) how old is he he's like my age oh so okay he's just getting into it now and this yeah yeah you know, most people start when they're like 16, 17 years well, old. Well, it yeah. just depends on your history and what your interest is. But um, I just want to, I just want to kill him. <laughs> I see you aware of your. Uh, well, uh, the director has taken him aside and said, "Look, you're asking way too many questions. Just do your thing, and if you have questions, write them down, and we'll talk about it after." And that, sure, that affected nothing. We came right back and did the same thing. So I don't want to use the word regret, but are you uh, a little bit indifferent that you undertook? All this no, going no, on no, right no, now? No, 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 no. It's going to be. It's it's very like I said. It's very threes company ish. Mm-hmm. So you get that sort of that Jack Tripper humor in there. 
Um, but it, it'll be a good play. People will enjoy it. I will enjoy I'm a, I mean, I'm enjoying being a part of it. The cast is cool, and the director's cool. And um, let's, uh, let's give a date out there so people can come and see you in show. Oh, it's and uh, last weekend in September, and then the weekend after, which is like one day of September and two of October. Okay. And that's... Uh, uh, what the hell was that? Oh, the balloon. Um, what should we call it? The uh, Bicentennial Park in Joliet? No, it's Morris, isn't it? Uh, no, no, it's Bicentennial oh, Park. It? Oh. Bicentennial Park, Joliet. Last weekend of September and uh, first weekend of uh, October. October. Yeah, best way to say it. All right, go see Luke. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, uh, I, I overheard you guys talking about something when I walked in. Luke had a story about something? Yeah, we met up yesterday. We were at um, the Hopstring Fest in Joliet. Yeah, I saw the pictures. It looked cool. Um, yeah, I had told him... I had brought up, and I don't remember why it even came up, but I'm like, well, I've told you the story about the uh, my neighbor in California. And he was like, I don't think so. And I, and I, I kind of, when I started going into it, I had this woman, and the way our com- – and I, I, I thought I had told this story. That's why I was kind of surprised. This is my friend Lauren's favorite story. All right. Um, as it was, my bedroom, the way our complex was shaped like a U – and my bedroom, like, I could reach out my bedroom window and touch the front door of my neighbor because I was right at the corner and she was at the other corner. All right. woman did not speak English. Okay. Um, and uh, every morning at 7 o'clock, her son would drop off her grandchild to be watched. Probably a kid, probably two, three years okay. old. And every morning, she would greet him at the door in loud Spanish. So she'd always go, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Like Spanish, and it would be uh, Spanish. I, I would like uh, Adam to translate. Uh, yes, and Adam, uh, please translate my Spanish because I don't know what she was saying. Holy shit! But she would like. Scra- Are you sure you like, were yelling. doing an old school Indian right there? It sounds more Arab, but that's what, that's the way it sounded at seven in the morning. She would declare jihad like, oh! every morning, and she it was like. And I I told Joan I said if it's if if normal talking is at a five level and screaming your head off is ten, she was like seven and a half, so. Every morning they'd wake me up, and I get so frustrated. So, the one morning, you know, kid gets dropped off. She's like, oh, blah 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 blah. <laughs> they go in, and I'm like, all right, I can go back to sleep. <laughs> oh god! And I hear this pounding on the shared wall. Boom! And she goes, oh no! Boom! Dos! <laughs> Trace! So I'm laying there. I'm like, holy fuck, she's teaching this kid to count in Spanish by hitting the wall each time. And then I'm laying there. I'm like, this can't fucking be real. <laughs> Who the fuck does this at 7 in the morning? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Quattro! <laughs> so I'm laying there going, oh, my God, there's got to be a camera. Someone's playing a joke on me. She gets to Ocho. And at this point, I'm fucking fuming. <laughs> Boom. Ocho! I pick my feet up and I put them on the wall and I start like bicycle kicking the wall and I'm like, shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Silence. You didn't say Nueve. <laughs> and then about five seconds later I hear, oh, sorry. <laughs> so I had told my friend Lauren that story on the way we were going to the USC-Oregon game. And she was losing it driving. She's like crying. She's like, I got to pull over. I got to pull over. That's my favorite story. Oh, my God. So I couldn't believe when I came up. I'd never told that story. Not once. Yeah. Well, um, that kid cannot count to this day. <laughs> he only gets to Ocho. He only gets eight. He um, Ocho and then. <laughs> after Ocho, that, it's all done. That kid also ate Otis's shit. What? They complained to the manager because Otis, there was like... Uh, Short bushes, like, uh, around the walk area. Like, he's, I don't even know how to describe them. They were, like, you know, two-inch high. All right, little, well, little... I went to go take Otis out, and he couldn't make it, and he just pooped in those bushes. And I went, oh, okay, you know, we couldn't make it out because I took him out to the grass out in front of the complex. You fertilized and, the lawn. It's nice. And uh, apparently that kid went and found it and ate it. He ate shit? Disgusting. Yeah. And Unprovoked, just like just uh, walked up and grabbed it and there. ate it. How old was this kid? Like two or three. Oh, uh, and <laughs> I, they complained to the manager, and the manager came to me and told, and I said, "Look, I don't, you know, I'm not walking him around here. He just, 
And she's like, I, they complain a lot about a lot of things. And I said, well, what they should be complaining about is that their kid is a dumbass <laughs> and eats shit. Yeah, I, I don't see why the fact that it's two or three makes it more make more sense to you. Like she's two well, and a half. It, she does it, silly things like this, but she's never even attempted to eat shit. I've seen kids put like dirt in her mouth at the park and stuff like that, just for like, what the fuck are you doing? So, dirt, but never, poop. never, never shit. Not no, that's well, a, that's he a new took one. a big, big steaming bite out of it. He, the smell was it steaming? That would be hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! Probably attracted him. Still warm. He's like Bill Murray in the pool. No big deal. <laughs> So, yeah, they were my neighbors. Yeah. All right. Well, we got not many topics because we recorded recently. But, uh, and I will tell you a story from the restaurant yesterday. I saved it and yeah. put it on Facebook. Go for it. <laughs> um, so my nephew comes. Um, I, I get two trucks a week uh, from each delivery place, um, food place, and he gets one for the restaurant he manages. So he asked me if I could order him some fries because they were running out. All right. Said, yeah, sure. So he comes by to pick him up, and we just get to BS, and, and we were talking up front, and the uh, phone girl, you know, gets a call, so I said, let's step outside. <clears throat> so we step outside, and we're talking. This this dude comes out of the uh, uh, tobacco store, and uh, all you know, he's all tatted up, eyes are bugging out, obviously tweaking on something, you know. Oh. He goes, Hey! Points to us, walks over, and I'm thinking Justin knows this kid. Starts talking to us, and I'm standing there like, man, this kid's a squirrely, you know. He and he's a burner. It took about three, four minutes before he realized Justin does not know this dude, and he, he just, just randomly up, just shouting, randomly at comes up to us, <laughs> starts telling us, he goes, my girlfriend's on the eighth floor at uh, St. Joe's. She's got leukemia. Well, St. Joe's only a seven floor, so that's mm-hmm. beside the point. Well, you know, on the roof. He goes, she got leukemia. He's like, I don't even know. He goes, I don't even so know. keep him. He goes, I don't even know what, you know, at this point, what to do, man. He's like, I freaking relapsed yesterday. Coke, booze, you name it. Three years. And I'm like, you have been sober for three years, dude. I just wanted to say that to the dude. I'm like, you are so bugged out right now. <laughs> and your girlfriend's on the roof. Yeah, I mean... your girlfriend's. <laughs> so. <laughs> Getting a tan, apparently. He's like. He's like, I don't even know what's, what's, if it's worth it anymore, man. We were supposed to have babies and share rent. And talking. <laughs> we were supposed looking, to have babies. And I'm standing there staring at this dude like, what the hell? So I kind of stand there with my hands on my hips, and I got like my head down. I don't really want to make eye contact with him. And he goes, that's not my dick. And I look at him, and I go, what? And he goes, that bulge? And then I, I, I kind of look down at him. He goes, that's my, my piece. So I'm like, okay. And he so, goes, okay, let me get this straight. He... He still starts off with this story. He gives you the sab- sob story about his girlfriend. He's just relapsed. And now he's making you look at a bulge in his pants that he's claiming he to be He apparently his thought I was looking at it. He was already just, looking at the bulge. Oh, okay. He, I so was he looking, thought Luke, Luke was looking at his penis. I was and the looking, guy just wanted I'm to let him know. <laughs> it wasn't. Trying not to make yeah. eye contact with this tweaker. And I, you know, and I, I, I'm standing there and he says, that's my piece. And I go, oh, great. You know, like in my mind, I'm like, yeah. wonderful. So he goes. I don't even know it ain't worth living anymore, man. You know, I don't even give a shit anymore. He goes, I ain't from here. I'm from the city, which always makes me laugh that people that are live, grew up in or near Chicago think they're badasses because they <laughs> he met grew Downers up there. Grove. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he goes, because I, I remember Jimmy Morasco talking about what a badass he was that he grew up in the city, apparently. And I'm like, dude, you went to Providence, same place I went. Yeah. I mean, you went to a nice, nice white <laughs> Catholic school in New Lenox. You're fine. White school. You, yeah. I'm like, I think I took the clan as a class. <laughs> no. It's third no. period. What you... Providence was a great school. It was a good school. The clan. <laughs> 101. But this guy, like, he goes, I'm from Cicero and 23rd, yo. And he makes some gang sign. And I just looked at him like, doesn't mean a thing to me, man, you know, in my mind. So he's talking about it. I'll pop somebody. I don't care. It ain't worth it anymore with my girlfriend in the hospital. And I'm like, okay. And I go, well, we got to get back to work. So we go to go walk in, and he goes, hey, you guys hiring? <laughs> That's the fucking cherry. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, he works there now. Yeah. So when you get your pizza delivered next, <laughs> don't agitate the man with the bulge in his pants. Um, that was so the I best walk- interview I've ever <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hired. So long, you know, as it turns out, I go in, and Justin leaves. And then I'm kind of standing there thinking, I'm like, 
Because I see him then walk over to somebody smoking outside the doghouse and starts talking to him. And I'm sitting there watching this, and I go, there's a guy who's agitated, who's aggressive, and he's claiming he's got a gun in his pants. And I'm like, so as I, I'm, Justin calls me, as he, he goes, you know, you should call 911. And I'm like, that's exactly what I'm thinking. So I call the police. All right. Um, I tell him what's going on. I tell him about the guy. I said, he's gone now. I don't know what direction he went. But walking around high, agitated, and aggressive. And he says he's got a gun. So like five minutes later, I see three cop cars pull up in the, in the restaurant parking lot and then go, I'll go off in different directions looking for this guy. Went over, talked to the tobacco shop guy. He had been in there, and he, the guy was like, same shit, talking, and then said, do you want to see my gun? And the tobacco shop guy said, no, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like that. And he goes, like, what? You're kicking me out? And he goes, yeah, I don't know you. <laughs> well, like, get out. I wasn't gonna, but. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, no, uh, no one ever found him walking around, I don't no know. update? I don't know. They're not going to update That's got to be freaky as well, shit for a cop. I called 911. She put me on hold twice. I'm like, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm doing dispatch and taking calls, which is ridiculous in itself. Um, they put you on hold. Nine one one hold. Yeah, um, yeah. but your emergency I think slowed down. Realized it wasn't a, like life or death. Like, yeah. Life or death. But then the the question, and I've gotten this question before when I've had to call nine one one. What would you like us to do? And it's not like like what do you, what do you want me to do about it? Like yeah. it was more like, well, what would you like us to do? And I'm like, I go well. You're nine one one. Do your thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I go. I'm just telling you. She's like, "Well, do you want to file a report?" I go, "No. I want you to send the police to pick up this guy that I'm telling you is walking around with a gun that is high and agitated." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I go. He next person he approaches, if they say, "Dude, get the fuck away from me," he might draw that gun. Yeah. If if he has, yeah, that's that's a so, that's I mean, a very very volatile situation. Yeah. So, like, I, they're like, I guess I always get a kick out of the "What would you like to us to do?" question. I'm like, I would like for you to do your job. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> if someone called to order a pizza and says, um, <laughs> "I'm hungry." Well, what would you like us to do? <laughs> you know, or I I sure would like a a pizza with sausage on it. What would you like us to do? <laughs> I'd like you to make a pizza for me. Okay. You'd be very specific, please. Oh man, that's fucked up. Uh, I would, yeah. So, I, when I when I was scanning the news today, um, I wanted to try and do a show without discussing Donald politics. Trump, Donald Trump. I wanted to do a show without discussing uh, terrorist attacks because that was in the news too. And I wanted to try and do uh, you know just avoiding any kind of uh, so civilian to avoid this shooting. Stuff, you've decided to bring it all up at once. Yeah, well, I'm glad Luke had that story to be honest with you because it's you know it's very hard to like put together topics that don't retread old ground because we have discussed that shit to death. I mean, there was a terrorist attack in Turkey at a wedding with a 12 year old kid and shit like that. So what what positive shit could we add to that conversation? You know what I'm saying? At this point, mm-hmm. it wasn't here. It wasn't here. Yeah. Ooh. So I was trying to think of stuff. That we could talk about, and the one that kept coming up was the ridiculous story about Ryan Lochte. Lochte? I can't pronounce Is it Lochte or Loche? Because I like it, Loche because it sounds closer to douche. <laughs> but I think it's Lochte. But that dude is... Un, I mean, we, we had a whole discussion. A hermaphrodite. He is? No. Like, legitimately? We can't, word, <laughs> we can't use the word retard anymore, so you he know, is a hermaphrodite. So, yeah. You guys should have jumped on that for the rest of the day and just convinced me. I would have been telling people that he's a hermaphrodite. <laughs> yeah, Luke told me. Yeah, he got both pieces, man. No, have you ever... <laughs> he had a... And you can probably find it on YouTube. He had a uh, very short run as a with a reality show. Did he really? And they were interviewing him on the news. And I think it was like KTLA California was interviewing him. And the dude is either so high or so dumb or both. He looks like a big stoner. I will um, say that. That they like the interview was so ridiculous. They were laughing, and then when they they went off the air, they just started making fun of him. Like when he was gone, they were like, "Oh my god!" Like the, and the the news anchors were laughing. So you can probably YouTube it and find it. But I remember seeing that going. This guy is a hermaphrodite, <laughs> and. <laughs> So when he did this, and I was like, "Fucking par for the course, dude." Um, the the best quote that he had wasn't even involving 
any of this this shit, and we'll we'll explain the story in a second. But he actually said in an interview that man, I'd be Michael Phelps if there was no Michael Phelps. That's what that's what he said to one of the, to one of the interviewers because you know Michael Phelps has got all these medals yeah. and he's only got like twelve. And he's like, yeah, I would be the best baseball player in the world if there weren't all those other baseball players. Yeah. So like, are you fucking stupid? And you could just tell that he is not. And he doesn't say it tongue the... in cheek like to get a laugh. No. He's just that dumb. I would be Michael Phelps if there was no Michael Phelps. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say, champ. So anyway, uh, him and three other swimmers, while in the Brazil uh, Rio Olympic Games, were already done with their swimming contest, and they decided after a party. Swimming contest. <laughs> swimming contest. Nick, with the sports talk. <laughs> oh, swimming go. contest. Sport in the water. <laughs> it's swimming. Whatever. Um, they're playing. They're 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 playing in the pool. Uh, they told people. Did you see that sports? <laughs> I like sports. Go sport local move. sports team. They decided to tell people that they were held up by. People dressed as police, Brazilian officials, told to lay down on the ground, and uh, he had a gun pulled to his head and all this other stuff. He said they got robbed, yet they let them keep their credentials because they're nice criminals uh, (laughs) and their cell phones because, you know, they wanted to make sure they got home safe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they tell the authority, they tell his mom, he told his mom this story, apparently. He tells, uh, IOC officials, and then he flies the fuck out of Brazil as quickly as possible, leaving his buddies behind. He didn't stay for the closing games, which are today, or the closing ceremonies or anything yeah. like that. And then the Brazilian officials uh, take his buddies off the plane that were all part of this yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. story. And they're like, wait a second, none of this sh- shit really happened because all your stories are different. And then they found video surveillance of it, of them vandalizing. And I watched a little bit of it. it vandalizing is such a strong word. Yeah, they tore down a sign. They tore down a sign. Yeah. Like, oh. this is Jonah vandalism. I mean, it yeah. wasn't like. <laughs> they is... were trying. They tried to climb walls. <laughs> sign give way. Now, to be the devil's advocate, they did get shaken down right then there on the spot. Because a guy held a gun on yeah, them. And said, you need to pay for the sign. Yes. Which. Which. At this point, why don't you just let it go? Yeah. yeah. You let it go. You say, okay, here's the money. Pay for the sign. You move on. Yeah. And even if the guy says, that's $1,000. Like, all right, we really don't want the Rio cops here to put us in a Brazilian prison. They paid them yeah. like 70 bucks. Yeah. Essentially. Just get the fuck out. And then don't tell anybody. Leave right. it alone. This, there's no story there. Right. And then they have this fabrication. Like, they created the story. So why would anybody do that? He's already popular. He's already got fame. He's already got people following on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. He doesn't need any more attention. He's already got sponsorships. What makes somebody so narcissistic that they have to create a fabricated story like that? One reason. All right. He's a hermaphrodite. (laughs) (laughs) I just... I don't understand the reason for embellishment. Maybe, like, if you were a non-finisher in the Olympics. Like, maybe you're, like, one of those guys. Are you on, not hearing yeah, me? The Jamaican I'm telling you, team. And you just wanted some press. I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you right now. Pause. Look at the YouTube video. The dude is a moron. He is an absolute. He is the Keanu Reeves of swimming. <laughs> he is an absolute moron. Whether it was natural or he fried his brain on dope so much that it's just a fog up there, he is so stupid. Well, he apologized today. Well, thank God. He get the celebrity he, apology. Um, yeah, he was on Matt Lauer, and he said, I, I messed up. Was he crying? Uh, yeah, kind of whimpering more than anything <laughs> else. His buddies had to pay ten grand uh, because they filed a false police report. Good. And, you know... And they're emba- it's an embarrassment. It really is. It? It's an embarrassment to our country. They're there representing the United States. We're already freaking, you know, kind of looked at like, hmm. Yeah. We were rock stars in this Olympics. We thumped everybody. Yeah, which yes. people don't like. Yo. You know, we, we thump in the Olympics. We <laughs> thump in wars. We thump in fucking money. You know, we, we influence around the world, like it or don't. 
We have two evil people running for president. We're not headed in a good direction in the eyes of the world. And then we got some D-bag with his hair freaking bleach blonde over there causing problems on the world stage. And then we look like idiots. Well, let's go down to a little bigotry that I have because I believed his story right away. I didn't second guess it. Why would you? And, and There's I, no reason to second when guess you, When you really think about it, like the first thought in my head was, oh, sure. I bet you there's people dressed up as cops mugging people there in Brazil because there's sure. lots of tourists there and there's money to be people had. People get robbed all people the time. People get robbed. Mm-hmm. When, and, when a big event like that, the criminals come out. And I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, why would a big-time celebrity, as far as the swimming world's concerned, he is, you know, the, mm-hmm. Michael Phelps if he wasn't around. <laughs> <laughs> if Why would he even lie? So it, immediately I was like, man, I can't believe how terrible Brazil is. They would hold up like a professional athlete right there on. Why would you spot. say the whole country? It, well, that's again the bigotry comes to your head instantly. I did not second guess him at all. There's men that have impersonated policemen to pull over women to rape them. Sure. So did you say I can't believe how terrible the United States is? Again, I I have accepted the fact that my brain nah. went. And veered to that course right away. You are a Republican. <laughs> and I can't, I bet you I'm not the only one who just immediately assumed, like, yeah, those fucking assholes mugged Ryan Lockie and Z- See, I didn't even or... give it a second thought. I heard it and I went, okay. Put a gun to his head. That's terrible. I went, okay. Yeah. Guy got robbed. Happens all the time. Well, I don't think I heard anything about it until after it had come out that it wasn't real. That it wasn't real? I think the first thing I read on it was an Onion article. Saying that Ryan Lochte admits that he's actually dead right now, and <laughs> <laughs> he apologizes for faking his death. The Onion didn't that start in Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Used to, yeah, they used to put the the Daily Illini and the Onion. They would do like the old newspapers, and they drop them on the corners. Oh yeah, to be picked up, and mm-hmm. we would have six a.m. either running or lifting, and we'd walk back, and we'd always. Grab off the pile a Daily Illini and an onion. The onion. And the uh, first thing we'd look at in the Daily Illini was to see who got arrested if we knew anybody. Because it was always like like once a week you'd see, oh, I know that dude. He's in my chem class. You know, he got arrested for drunk and disorderly. I had a subscription to the onion, the actual newspaper when they were still making it because now they just do collections of books and stuff on, mm-hmm. and online. But there's two headlines that always got to me. One, still my favorite headline, and I had it framed for a little while. It said, God answers prayers of paralyzed boy. No, says God. And they, just have, <laughs> and they just have a kid in a wheelchair with a big frowny face. And he's like, well, at least I got an answer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the other one was right after 9-11. And I, I got to give them credit for having the balls to publish such a, a headline. And it just says, life turns into a bad Jerry Bruckheimer movie. And that's all it said. Okay. I was like, oh, fuck, man. So, Hi, Tucker. Um. Speaking of people being bigots. Thank you. People were bigoted against me. I bartended yesterday. I got stiffed five out of six tabs. Because you're a bad bartender. What is it about the afternoon shift that makes people feel that we don't have to tip because it's brunch time or something like that? I don't I don't understand. Yeah. Is that ever happened to you or is it gotten late in the day yes, people seem to be extremely generous in the middle of the fucking generous. day, they're like, Well, you know You gotta you gotta get them more drinks, that's all. The more they have to drink, the more they tip you. Ah, well, fucking assholes. They weren't drunk enough when they left. That's the problem. Uh, I want to bring Ryan and Macklemore out. You guys haven't been around in a while, and uh, we'd like to do a What Would Macklemore Do? Okay. I mean, we can tap into Ryan here. Okay, tap into it. (laughs) What, what, what? What What Would Macklemore Do is a section of the show where I ask Macklemore his advice on social issues yeah and he's always he accompanied it. by his dj dj ryan lewis hey hey ryan what's up buddy oh you know man <laughs> things are going good try, uh, just trying to change the world one day at a time yeah <laughs> well we're gonna change the world today because oh, i found that's great i found more things that are offensive that i was unaware uh, why you gotta put that on my offensive today? mac don't got time to deal with offensive things <laughs> Well, we want to make sure that these we, are offensive. We, we, want... on, we, we write in history books where it's all about love. Okay, so the reason this topic even comes out yeah. is because I heard a word Come on. that was rooted in uh, a, a f- offensiveness. And Ryan, you actually have one on right now. The phrase Dago T I heard. 
the other oh, day. Oh, oh man, this man, ain't Dago T. This is, I just was at the gym. I cut the sleeves off. <laughs> now, I, I thought about it, and it was thrown around by people. It's like, oh, I got my Dago T on. And yeah. it was just a very casual conversation. And I was like, well, the roots of that word are yeah, Italian immigrants that, wearing yeah. a tank top. Yeah. And, and the same Dago goes for t-shirt. wife beater. But that's that's a Fence. transition into yeah. a wife beater because people who beat their wives wear those. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, I was like, what other words do we use in our common everyday language that are actually offensive? And should we throw them out or should we keep them? And yeah, I want you guys to determine whether or not we should keep them. So, throw them all out. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Gentlemen, we're still good. Jonah, <laughs> there's coffee everywhere. Yeah, Chewy will drink it or I'll clean it up later. Should I put the Benny Hill music in between here? <laughs> so where were we? Oh, yes. Bigoted words. Bigoted oh, phrases man. we use oh, every day. Man. And I actually uh, have the backgrounds on some of these words because I was kind of curious to see where they came from. The first word, have you ever said, I'm being gypped? I would. Mac would never use a word like that. Oh, even I, if I love the gypsies. Even if you don't know. Yeah, uh, I've said that word uh, a lot, and now i got to learn how to stop, right? Because that comes from, there's not, there's not 100% proven, but it comes from the phrase gypsy uh, mm-hmm. as people that will rob oh, and steal you. I don't want to offend gypsies. And they're real people. they got feelings. Yeah, I need hugs and love. So should we we, we, we edit a, gyp we a, out of the? Uh... We need a gypsy rap. Here we go. <laughs> go. <laughs> Take it, Mac. <laughs> I'm gonna get a beer. <laughs> it actually is. Yeah, but it's in a play. I mean, it's not like it's. Yeah, we were we were we were discussing with Ryan and. and... And uh, Macklemore. Now you guys don't have to keep into character the entire time because these are actually these are pretty crazy, and I didn't know half of these. What are you talking about, character? Oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to. Um, whenever you put the uh, was it called a postfix when you add something itis at the end of a word. So say you got a suffix. Uh, Luke is a suffix. A suffix. If you got <laughs> Luke itis. Postfix. I don't know. <laughs> postfix. That's why. That's that like a sex change. Yeah. So okay, you probably Post just like, fix. man, I got, you know, Jonah Itis or something like that. When you edit that. your Facebook post. <laughs> Postfix. Yeah. Postfix. I got Jonah Itis. Or I got Luke Itis. Or I got Pillow Itis. Okay. Any anytime you add the word Itis, the suffix, uh, the postfix. Yeah. When you add it to yeah. a word, it's actually rooted uh for stereotypical laziness of African Americans. What? I did not know this at Anytime? all. Anytime? Okay, Anytime? so in, in uh, Civil so we, War... We, we can only speak in simple terms. Pre-Civil War days, the N-word was always used with itis. Which word? Uh, the N-word. Which, which N-word? The, the uh, lots of N-words. Uh, nachos. Oh, yeah. Nachos? <laughs> oh, man. That's so, offensive to Mexicans. So uh, did, you, did you know that at all? Like, seriously? You asking Luke? Yeah. I, I got Luke what you got to say about that. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. It's it's apparently the vernacular was always used with a racial slur, and after the vernacular of, of the N word was lost over time, people kept using the word itis. Or the, the, but it wasn't used with anything else. It was just used as exactly. part of the racial slur. That's what's kind of. So if I have colitis, it's offensive. No, they they took the medical term. They thought it was an actual medical anomaly, and that's what they attributed to laziness or being weak or something like that. Okay. Hey, I, I'm just reading what they have here is, you know, the phrase uppity. Guys. That, oh, they, that's offensive to somebody. I ain't sure who, <laughs> but it's offensive. It's, again, it's offensive to me, yo. People that do not know uh, their socioeconomic place, also attributed to blacks again. So do you think the word uppity should be taken out? I see a lot of... Uh, who are you talking to? Uh, I'm talking to Ryan and, and Ryan. De- oh, definitely. Oh, need to be taken out. We do using, a song about should... that. You ready? Are you ready? <laughs> you need a beat? Do you need a beat? Yeah, drop a beat, yo. Take it, Mac. Come on, y'all. Come on. One day we'll get a rhyme out of you. I'll get something for you one day. All right. 
All I right, feel I'm feeling a little under the weather right now. Oh, Mac. Oh, he 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 being he feeling the pain of society and it affects. It's weighing down on me. I, oh, I, I can't shit. sing right now. You know, oh. you know what's surprising? I need a enough, hug. This is one of those ones that I've heard my whole life only associated with black people. Like I've heard people be racist and say that. I, I have family ra- members that have I've been heard people see, be racist and say that, but I've heard people use it in. I've he's, never heard it in a non-racist a little, phrase. Somebody's getting a little aggressive. He's, he's a little uppity. Actually, it's been it's been used. I've heard it been used as more of a less a confrontational term than like aggressive. You really have heard the phrase uppity sure. when it's not associated with sure. any kind. Of, have you? Have you ever used the phrase uppity? Yeah, but not in a racist way. Like I can't. I didn't realize it had anything to do with. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like. It's used by a lot of uppity. They're being a pain in the ass. A, a lot of conservative uh, talk show hosts. They'll be Obama's being uppity. Yeah, I just I was yeah. just reading the uh, like see, Limbaugh. Me, here's, here's to me. Here's using to me. It's a dog whistle. Here's it's a dog me. whistle, no. dude. See, here's to me. Here's what it is. And this is what they're they because they're using that word more. They're saying, well, that's racist then because they want to. They there is this school of thought sure. from some of the more liberal people. That no matter what you say, you, you if you're against Obama, it's racist, and I, that's a that's the bottom line. That's factual. I'm not saying all everybody. So I think that stems from them saying, "Well, they're against Obama. They're racist. Oh, they're using the word uppity. That's only used for black people." Well, I've never, and this is just going because I'm a news junkie. I've never heard. Oh, George W. Bush is sure being uppity. Well, it's you know? not a. It's not a quality. It's <laughs> you know not what I'm a, saying? It's not, but it's not a. a, a that John McCain. I don't want to say quality, but it's not a. It's not a term. I get pissed when news people use slang because for any slang, when they do, he's being disrespected, and I go, speak like a, you're you're on the news. You're supposed to speak mm-hmm. in good English. In proper English. Supposed to use good words. Yeah. Have the best words. The, <laughs> the peanut gallery is an offensive term. All right. Another one associated from pre-Civil War era, era to describe uh, where black people sat during vaudeville. They were only allowed in the back. And it was called the peanut gallery. Another word that I had no idea a phrase. So, again, another thing that I've said. I've said peanut gallery a million times. Yeah. Never associated with any kind of racial connotation. I to thought it. it had more to do the with cheap the, seats. With the cheap seats. Yeah, yeah. cheap seats. Where, and, people, I mean, not, not just the, the black people, but anybody who couldn't afford better seats would be. And then this is but, this is the the nice part about this article. They actually have like most people think it means this, but mm. this is where it actually comes from, which is kind of cool. So, but, but if as we are today, we are constantly changing the language, which pisses me off. So if the if the word has morphed into a different meaning. Then it's a different meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Language is crazy. Like the phrase it's, gay. It's like it's like the uh, king of an African country, Anegas. <laughs> oh, we got to post that video on our wall. The poor spelling bee kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Paddy wagon. Oh, Phrase I, used all the time. That's to my people. That's that's racist to Jonah's people. The Irish. Oh, shush, 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 shush. oh man, we can't offend. We're the all we're all drunk and disorderly. Yo, you got the name Matt. You got the MC in front of your name. You Irish, Scottish, yo. That's racist thinking I'm Irish because I got Matt. Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> what you want me to do? How can I? I need Wait, is Matt kind of really rep- Scottish and I, not I, Irish? I, Matt, yeah, Matt is a. What kind of reparations? So do you Mick need? is Irish. Yeah, not not the racist slur, Mick. <laughs> What kind of reparations you need from me? You need Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> I need potatoes. Some, some no Lucky Charms. What you a pot of gold? I need some scotch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paddy wagon, of course, and this one I knew from way back when refers to drunken Irishmen put in the back of a police wagon. Mm-hmm. So, and they just referred it because it was always Irishmen getting arrested. Makes sense. It's still uh, the same thing these days. Keep it up. Do you think we should get rid of Paddy wagon, Mac? Oh yeah, man. What you, Ryan? We will call it Any, criminal nobody, van. Nobody, nobody. No, they ain't criminals. <laughs> That's offensive. All they need is a hug, and they make things right. Just call it Uber. Ubers. All right. Protective another racial Uber. term that everyone uses: Eskimos. Oh man, they ain't Eskimos. 
They say it's offensive. Eskimo. Antarctic Americans. Eskimo means eaters of raw meat. And they were just attributed to people that would eat fish and consider them savages. And they meant Eskimos. And then you attributed it to the entire area of people being Eskimos. I've always thought it was a cute. Cute name for the Inuits, term. yeah. I'm like, oh, look at the Eskimos. Yeah, it's offensive. Apparently. Yeah, man, you got to get rid of that. You know the guys that probably came I up with that name? Meat. Like, oh, we're going to call them Eskimos, and it just became cute over time. Like, oh, how can they cap into most words, man? Oh, man. Oh, patty wagon. <laughs> so adorable. They must oh, pat each other on the head. Man, <laughs> I, I thank you, Nick Prohl, for educating me on things I did not know. Did you know that was a racist term? Eskimo? I know. Like, Luke, did you know that? I had no fucking clue. I'm sure it offended somebody somewhere. I knew it wasn't acceptable. Like, <laughs> like, the, the, like the, that they Oriental. don't appreciate it. Like, Inuit people don't like being called Eskimo. I knew that. Because raw fish eater. I mean, like, come on now. Dude, I assume that everything I say is offensive. Uh, well, You're that's 95% right. Yes. It's that 5%, the good guy, Luke. That's the one we want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, see, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to cut my vocabulary down to about nine words. So that I don't offend people. <laughs> All right, more I'm gonna phrases. Keep, I'm going to keep yeah, hug, <laughs> Mac, so I can talk to you. Ah, good. Uh, I'm going to keep beat. <laughs> you got to drop them. <laughs> I'm going to keep uh, uh, privilege. <laughs> and then like four more. <laughs> the. Got, you got to keep love. Well. Besides love, uh, besides words, there's also phrases we use every day that are inherently racist. Sold down the river. Do you guys have any idea what that phrase comes from? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. That's from selling slaves down to the south. That is correct. Yeah. That's where it comes when you say, oh, you sold me down the river. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That means heart. northern slave owners would take uppity slaves and then sell them to the south. And sold down the river. Did they sell Eskimos? Because that would be like <laughs> that's really north ultra offensive. <laughs> I mean, I say these phrases a lot, so it's kind of weird where language even comes from. It it always amazes me to see stuff that we say every day and it loses the context, but you don't ever know what it's from. It's like yeah. it's like almost Shakespearean, if you yeah. will. Should we get rid of sold down the river, guys? <laughs> oh yeah, that hurts. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Oh, that's offensive for some reason. <laughs> I don't really know, but... What do you guys... If if Luke and Jonah had to guess why eeny, meeny, miny, mo is offensive, I want you to take a, a stab at it. Again, I'll give, you, I'll give you the time frame. Pre-Civil War era. Uh, if I'm taking a stab at it, uh, I don't know, picking which slave to beat. No, close. It was a kid's rhyme, still the same. Mm-hmm. They changed the name to Tiger mm-hmm. over time. But originally, it was the N-word in there instead of Tiger. I thought it was only in Pulp Fiction that he said that. It's a true story, so apparently... According to the internet. According to the internet, hey. Internet can't lie. Right. Bonjour. Of course. I've heard it with... Uh, a Rudyard Kipling with, I've mentions it, it in a Counting with, Out song. Basically, I've, I've heard it in the nacho, with the nacho word slid in there. However, I I... Probably am ninety percent sure that word. no one really knows what the original term is. I'm sure it just gets slid in there. Yeah. Oh, hip hip hooray! Oh, that's, that's a song for yo. hippies. <laughs> hippies, that's offensive. If you guys, I, I like this one. If you had to guess why this is offensive, what would you say? And it comes from uh, the 1900s. It's not Civil War era. It's uh... early 1900s. You asking Mac or you asking Ryan? I'm, I'm going to ask uh, Joan and Luke where you guys think it comes from. Fuck if I know. No? You don't want to throw out a guess? Hippies. Hippies? Jonah, what do you think? Hippies in the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn hippies. Those damn hippies that showed their ankle. I should have done a Jonah versus Luke on this one to see if you guys could come closer to why this is offensive. It has to do with whores. does not have to do with whores. Right, that's all I got. It has to do with Jews, actually. Hip, hip was actually changed from... Uh, hep, hep, which is a slang term for a Jew, uh, and the Germans would cheer, uh, hep, hep, and they would basically be getting Jews out of their area. Hep, hep, hooray, they're gone. So, how fucked up is that? Honestly, 
I think it's bullshit. You think it's bullshit? I think it's absolute bullshit that they're saying, oh, that's close to that word. Oh, hep is referring to the Hep-Hep riots, the anti-Semitic demonstrations that started in Germany in the 19th century. Germans reportedly cheered Hep-Hep as they forced Jews from their homes across Europe. Uh, okay, so they just yelled Hep-Hep, and it's close to Hep-Hep. Hep is an acronym for Hiroslima S. Perita, which means Jerusalem has fallen in Latin. Okay, so, but because we're using the word hip, which is a different word, it's no, it's offensive. just it's a phrase where it comes from. That's all. That's I don't, see, I don't believe that. that. You don't believe? I that's... think they're lo- they're digging for a, some a of it place might be, yeah. for it to come from. Well, everything it comes from somewhere. Bit of a stretch yeah. for some. So of them. somebody Maybe had that... to be say "hip hip hooray" at one time, and you could see where you know, oh, somebody just heard it and they're like, "Oh, hip hip hooray!" You know, everyone's celebrating. Yeah, the Jews are no longer. So if they said when they kicked the Jews out and said, "Thank God." Was that offensive now? Because thank God is a term that is, I mean, give me a break. It's like every word they used while doing something wrong is now offensive. Hey, dude, I, I, I don't I don't write some. I just read them. And I got one bonus one for you. Rule of thumb. Where do you guys think that comes from? Not really racist, but this one's fucked up. What was it? Sorry. Rule of thumb. Where do you think that comes from? Oh, it's uh, to... to uh... In order to beat your wife, there it is. The stick Joey has knows. to be smaller than the thickness of your thumb. If you beat her with something thicker than your thumb, then you can get in trouble. How do you know that? I don't know, but I do. Does <laughs> Aaron have to make a phone call? Get my stick. I'll you got to get Aaron a safe space. Yeah, Jonah looks all oh, cute and cuddly, man. and then <laughs> huh, huh, cut you me should. a switch. Make sure it's not bigger than my thumb. Yeah, yeah, to beat your wife. You know, right. rule of thumb. So. What do you think? Should we uh, get rid of? I think it's tribute not just to wife, also to kids or to anything like to beat somebody. Uh, it was I in 1886. The, a man I could beat his wife with a stick. Taking him behind the woodshed. I use that in sports a lot. I always thought that would be to beat somebody, but I mean, yeah. is that does it come from something like more sinister know. besides beating somebody? I don't check the sources of the words. I just say I win. Uh, he doesn't go I to Wikipedia I, to find this stuff out. Somebody got beat up in a football game. I'll say they took him behind the woodshed. I know you guys don't really care, but I I really do find the stuff interesting where stuff comes from. I mean, well, but I that's just I mean, I mean, I mean that's just it. I don't I don't know if necessarily it all it might, but I just because somebody wrote an article and they said this is yeah. the source, it's like come on, really. Things morph over time. I don't. I don't disagree. But like I mean, I think there's some substantial evidence that this stuff legit- there, there, legitimately came from certain eras. I mean, you know, there's dozens of versions of Eeny Meeny on here going back to 1815. The Rudyard Kipling one is probably the because that's published and that's the first use of the rhyme. So I mean, that makes sense. And even that was before when you said it was being used with the with the nacho word. <laughs> I mean, that was that was added to an original poem. poem that's that's, that's what I say. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. You know. We're in a society now where everything's offensive and you can't get away with saying anything because there's always some way you can trace something back. And it's like, come on. Basket case? Did you guys know that was considered offensive? It's about a crazy person. Yeah, most people attribute it to uh, someone that is regarded uh, useless or unable to cope. However, the basket actually refers to soldiers from World War I. There were basket cases who had lost all four limbs. The basket, in this sense, refers to a basket the person would be needed to carry around in. Really? That's where the phrase comes from. So they'd have to transport soldiers right, well, in. Well, shit, they'd transport them in a basket. How did that get to, like, crazy person? And if I know. Well, you lost all your limbs, you might go a little crazy. Long time no see. Can't play with your balls. <laughs> Can you imagine? Take out a couple of ribs while you're at it. You put a... You put a yeah, no shit. <laughs> You got a fucking masturbating stick in your mouth, rubbing your <laughs> junk. The masturbating stick? Yeah, you got. You know they got to use a stick to point thing. You put it Jerkin in your mouth stick. and you, <laughs> you, you, you. You take a stick and you attach a flashlight to the end of it and start working your junk. Uh, it was pre World War One or World War One era. They probably got like a rubber glove or something like that. Or a boot. I mean... <laughs> I like the way it makes me feel. No, the fleshlight dates back to 1870, <laughs> <laughs> where they put <laughs> they put grease in a burlap sack. Oh, well, it was the last it was one like on the there. Flesh was, lantern. Uh, long time no see. Where do you guys think that comes from? Uh, Racist 
for the American Indian. They were making fun of their speech patterns. Okay. So when somebody would say, long time no see, a phrase that I've said a thousand times probably, uh, it's actually attributed to people making fun of American Indians. So I guess you could see it, long time no see. Yeah. Again, I wouldn't put two and two together. Really. That's that's the list. I mean, I think it's cool. Oh, man. You got to get rid of all of them. You got to get rid of and them. So, yeah, bad. at the end of the day, guys, what should we replace these words with? Hugs? Love, uh, man. Masturbating Mac, stick? Mac replaces it with love. Everything with love. You slide <laughs> it in. What do you guys think of the most offensive words today? What's something that you guys think is offensive? I know you don't think too much is offensive, Luke, personally, but... I mean, is there a oh, word out there that you think we should get rid of? Like, that you're not fond of? Yeah, using disrespect as a verb. I'm offended by that. <laughs> He's offended by uh, <laughs> improper use of grammar. Yeah. I'm of, sure, I think, I think the N-word's offensive. I don't think it's the, the end-all like a lot of people imply. Because I've seen the word, do you guys agree with it, thug has become the new N-word? Or... I don't know if that's uh, more no, of a... No, a no, no. Look, if, if there is someone of a certain color or uh, ethnicity and they're acting like a jerk and you call them something, it does it has, might have nothing to do with race. Mm-hmm. If someone's acting like a thug, they're acting like a thug. I walked in... Okay, here's an example. I'm just listening. I walked in yesterday, okay? With that dude that t- was talking to us. Mm-hmm. White guy. I walked in. Phone girl is a black girl. And I was laughing. I go, oh, my God. She's like, what? I go, that may be the biggest piece of shit loser I've ever seen in my life. Now, if the person was black, does that make it a racist or offensive? Could it be interpreted that way? With that phrase in today's society, probably not. If I had said that guy's a thug, because he was. Now, if you said that guy's a thug to her, I could see where people would interpret it. But he yeah. was white. So is it different if I say that guy's a thug and he's white? No, it's always contextual. Guy... So if the guy was black and you said that guy's a thug, yeah, I could see her going, That's what racist? the fuck? Yeah, well, there's, I could totally therein see lies the, Therein lies the problem with society. I'm, I'm just... I'm. I'm not I know trying to saying. pick a stance, but yeah, but I can I'm saying, totally see. I ref- I did. It didn't matter what color that guy was. He was a huge piece of shit. It's it's like when you go. I watch Fox News every now and then. You got Sean Hannity, and he'll like show the Milwaukee protest or something like that, and he'll be like, "Look at these thugs breaking stuff down." Now, is he right in his phrasing? Yeah, yeah. they're a bunch of fucking assholes that are burning down shit. Yeah. All right. However. He never uses the word thugs to refer to anything else but any time he sees the Black Lives Matter movement. So you can see you know how this people... For a fact. Huh? You know this. You I've have watched him for years. Proof. I, how am I supposed to give you documented well, proof on a saying. podcast You're right never. Now. You're speaking in absolutes. I'm going to speak in absolutes until somebody can prove me wrong. I will say that, okay? I can't prove yourself right because I've right. never heard him. You've never heard of Sean Hannity? No, I don't watch Fox News. You do. You, you've heard of... Uh, what's his face? Bill O'Reilly, right? I've heard of both of them. Okay. I've never he heard doesn't know them. who he is. He's a, yeah. doesn't listen to him. He's never seen a Teletubby... <laughs> I've never but seen friends. Not, but, they, but that's <laughs> very common, too, is to people like, well, that's never happened. Really? Do we never know that that's happened? Maybe it's true, but I, the use of the word never is okay. very absolute. My, my point is you could see how somebody can interpret it to him saying, oh, I can get away with saying this word, when he obviously takes a very, very nuanced stance against liberals and the left-leaning people and especially people from the black community. He seems rather aggressive in his speech. Sure. So why wouldn't you just assume, like, I, maybe I there's assume, some justification to people that think. Because I generally give people the benefit of the doubt. All right. I don't assume that all the people in Black Lives Matter hate white people. I'm sure some do. Yeah. But I don't assume it because I give people the benefit of the doubt. He never assumes. I try not to. No, he try. I'm sure I do assume a lot, but I try not to. I try not to. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Well, just going back to me in Brazil, I assumed he wasn't lying. You are a racist. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, I could admit that, you know, I think a lot of people would say that they assume that the American swimmer who is a decorated athlete, I assume, you know, would not lie about getting held up with a pick gun. Up their pizza for an hour, leaves it in the hot box and shows up an hour later. They're a thug. <laughs> 
They are of African descent, and I will tell you why. I cannot tell you why they do this, but for some reason, if a pizza gets left, and they'll ask, should I call? And I will ask, what color were they? And they're like, what? I'm like, getting in a gray area. No. And I'm telling you, it's not, I'm not, it's not a negative thing. It's For some reason, there's less of a... Concern to pick it up yeah. quickly. And right. they'll come in and they'll pick it up like nothing. And they'll just grab, you know, pay for their pizza and leave. And I'm like, I don't know why black people will leave their pizza. I guess this is a... It doesn't make sense to me, but it, it is held true for... Do you have documentation on this? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'd, I'd like to wonder, see your last five years of I've record. I've said that. I've said that to, you know, and I've said, is it what color? And, they're, and I'm like, if they're white, you call them, they may have forgotten. They'll go, oh, my God. But they're like, we'll call, they'll call like a black person. They go, yeah, I know. We'll be there in a little bit. Like, they're like, yeah. no urgency for the pie. And I don't know why, but it's just a consistency that I've found over the last 10 years. And I'm like, shit, man, I don't I wouldn't want to leave my pizza in a hot box for an hour. Well, I think if anything, this show exposes is almost the ridiculousness of what people find offensive. True. I mean, these phrases, I mean, we joke around with them enough, but I mean, is anybody really concerned about saying the phrase basket case out in public and having a World War II uh, veteran going... World War One. Fr- oh, sorry. One. Yeah. <laughs> it's even further to... Yeah. My <laughs> friend was a basket case. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, you know, they usually talk so slow, I don't stick around to hear the end of the sentence. Uh, the next time you see kids playing eeny, meeny, miny, mo on the playground, yeah, you give them a history lesson you right tell them away. You racist. You know, well, you're it, saying that wrong. This is how you're supposed no. to say it. <laughs> Jonas corrected it right there. And that's why it's offensive. Thank you. I know. <laughs> you, I mean... Seriously, you guys are but, way more culturally sensitive than I am, but, but I think you see the reason things. why I don't. I'm, I'm, I is just, there anybody that's really offended by those phrases? These no, days? no. I think I mean, that, you, you, I mean the stuff I'd you like, brought up today is like it's lost its offensive nature. I agree. But, it's lost it. but the point is, if that ever, if that ever became something more out in the the uh, regular vernacular used like if, every day, if, if it became came to light and there was like a big story about it. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I told you. Well, like, no, we talked play, about it on the show. The it's going to be offensive. Cotton I've never applied that to anything. When they say, wait a cotton picking minute. Oh, it's okay. quite a Bugs Bunny cartoons, for God's sake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I've never applied that to anything. But when it gets brought to light, people react to it. And sure. There are times that people react to things, and I want to go, really? Are we? Re- does it really matter that 150 years ago, someone used this as a racial term? Yep. I mean, it's like saying I can't say I colored in the book because colored is an offensive term. You know what I mean? It's like I, I – you know what I mean? I added color. Well, that might be offensive. What do you do? At you know, what point you know do you Jonah go, can't even buy colored pencils. At what point do you just kind of go, everybody calm the fuck down? <laughs> I can't ask where they are. I can buy them. Jonah can't, can't buy a colored pencils without want... turning the box over. <laughs> you, he, Jonah can ask the colored pencils if they'd like to come work for him for a living wage. But he can't purchase them and sell them down the river. <laughs> Oh, I think we'll leave it there. That was awesome. Uh, oh, you see how ridiculous it is? Oh, we well, just yeah. missed the best line of Blazing yeah. Saddles. Oh. Anybody got a dime? Somebody's got to go back and buy a shitload of dimes. Uh, stick me and John Garza, it's me and John Garza watched this and push. rewound that part probably eight times. Just the way he delivers a line. Slap happy drunk, like yeah. hungover drunk. At my house. He crashed on the couch. We got up, watched Blazing Sales, eating pizza, leftover pizza, giggling at the movie. Somebody's got to go back and get a shitload of dams. Good times. You got anything else for the show, guys? It's a short one today. I got to do family shit, which maybe involves you guys. Maybe. Hmm? No. What? Well, we might have people over for a barbecue later because our no, barbecue no. got canceled Wait, yeah, you, yeah. I thought you, you had plans to have a barbecue we now did. You're doing it and it got canceled but now we kind of want to do something because we had plans and now we don't have plans well, anymore so well we i got plans ah well we can do something later like i told you we're what going are you doing? to family what are you thing. doing got a line reading tonight damn it right. yeah he sent that in the message that's why i didn't read all the messages never checked the you guys messages. make fun of me so i don't check the well. text yeah 
Don't read them anymore. I sit in the bathroom and cry for a little bit. Well, if I don't read I'm them, you mean working. you held it six inches from your face instead of three inches? <laughs> yeah, I can see them. I'm not reading this. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Jonah? No, I'm up. Anything else, Luke? Uh, no. <laughs> Listen to all the yeah, shows on the Disease Network. Um, that just happened. The Vag Dialogue, Something Gates, uh, Das Trunks. Brennan says he wants to record soon, so we got to get on that. And the Mothership, you're going to get a disease. No, I'm always ready. Yeah, you're always ready, my friend. Uh, go get offended, everybody. Later.